You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. The Trek Files, Season 6, Episode 19. Condolences from Ronald Reagan to Major Roddenberry, October 31st, 1991. Welcome to The Trek Files, a look into the archives of Roddenberry Entertainment from the personal files of Gene Roddenberry. And now your host, Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek. Well, Star Trek fans, hey, Star Trek history buffs, all you canonistas out there, you know, I mean all of you Trekophiles spelled with an F. Um, another, another wonderfully special episode this week uh, with a great guest. I hope you heard her first visit with us. Uh, Harrison Solo, Dr. Harrison Solo, I should say. We've got another example of her unique uh, intersection with the Roddenberries. This week, uh, a slightly different focus. So listen, you know the drill. Actually, it's not a drill. I think it's a pleasure. Check out the documents of the week there at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash thetrekfiles, as always. Check that out, but hang on. We've got an audio segment coming, as usual, and then I'll be right back with our guest. Nancy and I would like to send our heartfelt condolences to you and your family on Jean's death. Our thoughts and prayers are with you. Millions of Americans have been touched over the last 25 years because of Jean's dedication to the phenomenon of Star Trek. He believed in the human race and he created a story that used his vision to boldly go where no one has gone before. Well, there you go, Trekophiles. I'm sure a lot of you knew that President Reagan was indeed a former President Reagan was indeed a visitor to the uh, Next Generation sets during the filming of Redemption. Um, and so it, it's entirely in the wheelhouse here for him to have written this condolence letter to uh, to Majel after Gene's passing. It's a wonderful letter, a, a, a nice piece to have in the files. What we also see here this week is yes. Um, the written first draft of a thank you letter uh, back from Majels and, and the Roddenberry family back to the Reagans, as was done with everyone who sent condolences after the funeral, uh, after the memorial service. In fact, if you were with us for the finale of season five, you saw several of those thank you letters to the speakers who spoke at Gene's uh, memorial service, Whoopi Goldberg and several others. Um, actually, today's guest helped Majel write the first drafts of that. You can see the first draft here of the response to President Reagan's letter. So I'm really thrilled to, uh, it's such a unique, fascinating intersection her life took with the Roddenberries and with all of Star Trek. Of course, I'm talking here, as I mentioned. Uh, it's such a pleasure to have back with us Dr. Harrison Solo, who wrote a book about Jean early on and, and with the family and met her husband of many, many years, who himself was right there in the origins of Star Trek, bought the idea. And I guess we could say without Herb, there'd be no Star Trek too, Harrison. It's so glad to have you back though with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Larry. Yes, I rem remember all those letters. They were brought in from uh, Paramount in these great big boxes. And uh, we just plowed through them. And 
You know, it was very difficult, as you can imagine. I myself had about 3,000, and they're still coming in from Herb's death. And uh, when, uh, long, long ago, when Jean died, I was, of course, there. And uh, Maisel was overwhelmed. She just <laughs> picked up handfuls of these, and she said, help. So I just took them, and I wrote the answers. Um, she did a little editing, sometimes none, sometimes a little bit more. If she knew the person uh, well that I was responding to, she'd add a little bit of you know, personal stuff. But mostly I wrote uh, at least all the um, sort of what we call high-end ones, the ones from the president and the vice president and the head of NASA and that, you know, various diplomats and, uh, and well-known people, public figures around the world. I wrote those because I was writing major speeches anyway. I was actually writing tons of things. I wrote a recommendation for a rod to get into college. I wrote a character reference. <laughs> I, I was... You know, she would, she just say, you know, help, and I would be there. So that's what we did. Uh, it was interesting and a sad time and, and uh, full of, uh, I don't know what to say, full of fascinating takes on the show from people all over the world in all walks mm -hmm. of life. And I have all those letters there because Major just didn't want to keep them. She just said, take them. So I have them here. They're in my files. Uh, I would say probably at least a thousand. Um, then there were a lot more, but I have about a thousand. And uh, people would say how, what Star Trek had meant to them. And sometimes they would just simply get a card because there were too many. I mean, thousands and thousands of letters. They and fans, and they would get a nice card back. And some were letters, actual letters uh, that I wrote. And as I said, Major edited, and off they went into the world. Well, just th that's an idea that staggers me, that it sounds like you've got another book or two there of, yeah. <laughs> of letters after Gene passed. But it's the I, bigger yes. picture here is even that you went to L.A. to write a book, and we've talked about that before, the first time you visited with us. Mm -hmm. So you, you, can't, you took off on this assignment to write this book on Gene Roddenberry in this book series. And it turned into so much more. You met, your, you wound up meeting your future husband out of this community of people. Mm -hmm. But how in the world did you, you, you the, the book came out after Gene's passing, and we're talking about 1991. But here you are writing replies for Majel on, on this and so much more, Rod's, <laughs> Rod's application letter. I mean, how did mm -hmm. you wind up being so close to the family, which now is Majel and, and Rod and... and I mean, what happened there? What was that like? And it, it, was a, it was an error, too, but how did, you, how did it wind up being you? Well, of course, when I was talking to Jean, we talked about Major. Major was there. She came in and out, mm -hmm. you know, when, we, when I was at the house. I have to say, though, if you, if, I mean, you know, to be completely frank, I walked into the kitchen one day. Major was uh, tasting some sort of food that she was making. It was on the stove. She had her hair in curlers. She was wearing this, you know... <laughs> raggedy old thing and she had a dripping spoon in her hand and I looked at her and she looked at me and it was just sort of love at first sight you know how you meet sort of a person that you just know that's you know so many people in your life that happens I had a, a rabbi friend like that I've had a priest friend like that um, uh, certainly just there are times in your life when you meet a person and that you just click and that's what happened so we started you know doing things together and being friends and uh you know, she just asked me to give her a hand. She knew I was a writer, so, and I'd written, you know, tons more things before I, I met them. So I just, I, she asked me to write a speech once, and I did, and then it, that turned into 50 more. Um, in fact, it was really funny. I remember being in San Francisco once at, at a science 
convention. It wasn't science fiction, it was science. And mm -hmm. um, they were asked her a question because they were scientists at the end of her speech. And she said, oh, well, I don't know, ask her, she's smart. And she points to me and they look at me and I'm like, I'm not a scientist. And she said, well, she wrote the speech. <laughs> so we actually both got up there and started talking. Well, not up at the podium, but afterwards there was a circle around at the stage. And we both started talking to uh, mm -hmm. scientists about the, uh, the, the science in science fiction, so to speak. So yeah, it was just it was just a, it was a whirlwind. And as for Rod, uh, he was just a little boy. Well, not a little boy. He was a teenager, young teenager. And, uh, you know, I really, I, I was a grown woman. I had sons his age. And I, I have to say, that was a crazy household. It was, it was delightful in so many ways. But it's hard being the child of a celebrity. And being a child mm -hmm. of two celebrities is extremely difficult. And I, I ended up really admiring Rod. He was a, he was a lovely little boy. He, he, I mean, he was a crazy teenager half the time. But he had a lot of discipline. He, he was a gentleman. He was always kind and polite to me um used to have little arguments with his mom sometimes and you know i'd sort of say angel you know come some slack i mean you know it's not easy you know and she'd say i know what i'm doing he has to learn the value of money and I'd say, he's never going to learn the value of money in this house so you know just be easy and it was just it was funny it was crazy i wrote a little play once about life a day in the life of and uh, i don't know if rod's seen it or not but he's in it and uh, ernie sent me a letter saying that she just couldn't stop laughing and she started reading it at parties and stuff it was really, really good. It was an interesting household. This but, is just a uh, little personal play, nothing that was like mounted no, and produced. No, a little, it was a just, little personal parody kind of thing. Because the dog got into Majel's makeup and, and chewed up her lipstick, and then he was it, he had all red saliva coming out, and he went everywhere, and it got all over the house, and, and there were people expected. And I was actually going to be reviewing a Star Trek game because Majel didn't want to do it, so was these people were coming to make a pitch about a video game when video games were fairly new at, at least in right. that form at that time so i was going to listen to their pitch and make notes and you know take it over to paramount or whatever i can't remember but i knew that these people were expected the dog was eating makeup the cats were freaked out rod was uh, doing something that he had a deadline for uh, majel's mom wanted to go out to lunch and she was afraid of her kitties getting you know makeup on them from the dog it was an insane so I wrote a play, a play about it, a, you know, one act play. So it was, it was really funny. The household was very interesting. Yes, that's um, that's that's crazy. So what now? I, I you'd shared this with me. So what what brought? I mean, eventually you and her became a couple and got married and went off with no, your own life. No, it wasn't eventually. It wasn't eventually. I met him in mm -hmm. May, and by in June we were living together. July, sorry, nineteen ninety two or four four okay gene passed and gene passed in the fall of in october 91 i know and but so, major and i became friends then and mm -hmm. and and also we were doing things together we 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 were uh deep space nine was coming up um i used to go with her to the set we were still next generation i think that we were mm -hmm. I can't remember, you know, it's so long ago, but I was constantly busy with Majel and projects and also just down there because she asked me to come down for moral support or this or that. Well, I was also on book tour 
uh, or beginning mm -hmm. to be on book tour. So we, I went to, we went to the same conventions together, went to yours, right? You in certainly Oklahoma. did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thunder took a, somebody yeah. took a lovely picture of us there signing books. I can't remember, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were together for about three years. You know, I don't mean together in the sense that I was never home. I was home. My children were going off to college at that time and I had separated from my, uh, well, divorced my other husband. So uh, I was sort of, I had more time, mm -hmm. let's put it that way. So I had fun, Major and I had lots of fun. We went everywhere. Yeah. We, did. we used to go to the movies at 10 o'clock in the morning and smuggle things in while well, she did to eat and drink. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I was always afraid we were going to get kicked out. But it was, it was, I'm a fairly responsible person. And she was uh, uh, just not, she was very, very different from me. So opposites. Yeah. Sometimes clash, sometimes attract. Well, this, but we did this a lot photo, of stretching. This yes. photo you shared with us uh, of the two of you making, because I know oh. when I see this photo, I think of Majel and the hat she would wear on the cruises back in the 80s yeah, and 90s. That's and what all they that. were. That's what they yeah, were. Yeah. So this wow. is a sweet picture of you two having hat craft day or whatever this is. <laughs> yeah, we were just sitting there. I mean, we, 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 would, we would make hats and then sometimes she'd watch the golf game and she'd get out some champagne and some caviar. And then we'd, after that, we'd go out to dinner. And it was just, you know, girlfriends doing stuff, which was yeah. really nice for me because that's not what my life was like before. Uh, you say golf and I think of her and I think of she and Jean golfing, but especially her. Did she get you to go golf with her? Oh, or no. Was that... God, no. No, I, do, I, just, <laughs> I don't like it at all. I, I don't like that game. I'm sorry. Sorry. I mean, I just don't. Uh, but I used to go up to the club with her and, you know, talk to people. A lot of the interesting people up there I had dinner with the King of Sweden. I had up there, I oh, went, there met go. Carol Shelby, got to go for a ride in a nice car. Um, and Vin Scully, the guy, he did the mm -hmm. Dodgers, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. went to the Dodgers games too. Um, so did Herb and I. Herb, Herb's really good friend was Tommy Hawkins. He used to play for the Lakers. And then he was the, he was a communications director for the uh, Dodgers. And so I spent a lot of time at Dodgers mm -hmm. game as a Giants fan, which did not make me popular. Um, you wouldn't but, be the uh, first. No, I know. <laughs> anyway, we Major and I had a wonderful relationship, wonderful yeah. friendship. And then when I, when I did get married to Herb, she was disappointed that we wouldn't be able to, you know, hang out as much and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she, we invited her to the house. You had a picture. Do you saw the picture of her at my birthday party? Uh -huh. um, Herb's cooking in the, at our Chinese, big Chinese restaurant size walk that we had in the kitchen. And she's standing there, Bob Justman. Um, I forget who else is there. There are a lot, there were about 20 people there, but in the picture, there are about six people. I don't know if I sent you that picture. Oh, we'll, we'll check and see. She's but, in the foreground. Yeah, we just, yeah. we did, we did uh, a lot together. We did uh, end up having, being estranged for some time, but uh, that was because I, uh, we had a difference of opinion about something and um, no, no fight, no argument, nothing. It's just, I couldn't do what mm -hmm. she wanted me to do. It wasn't criminal, of course, and it wasn't, <laughs> uh, it wasn't immoral. It was just something I couldn't do. And, uh, and she wasn't happy about that. And I'm very sorry about it. Leonard yeah. tried, uh, Leonard was, Leonard and I were very close as he was with Herb as well. We're talking about Mr. Nimoy. I am talking about my friend Leonard anymore, yes, <laughs> yeah. and Herb's friend. Um, and uh, he he tried, but people couldn't understand why we were friends. Uh, George off said, you know, why are you two guys your friends? You just don't seem like anything alike. Mark Leonard said, why are you friends with Major? You know, Leonard even at the beginning, Herb mm -hmm. at the beginning, um, uh, Jackie, Jessman, they just didn't, they couldn't see, because we were just so different. You but and Major. I, yeah, but we enjoyed each other. I mean, 
I don't want to be, I don't want to hang out with somebody just like me. I already know what I'm like. I'd rather have somebody, you know, fascinatingly different. She's smart. Ask sure. her. <laughs> she used to call me a lot of names. She used to say sometimes, you know, because I was very serious, she'd say, uh, oh, for Christ's sake, lighten up. You sound like Leonard. <laughs> and I told Leonard that. And he said, thank you. <laughs> that was very nice. Oh, yeah. oh. I was oh. very, very serious. They actually had a party for me when I stopped wearing black all the time. But, you know, in Northern California and San Francisco, black was what you wore professionally. In Los Angeles, you don't. Mm -hmm. So she used to say, go buy some clothes. As all the New Yorkers find out when they come to LA. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was one, it was a wonderful time. I, uh, I'm very grateful for it. And I look back on it with a lot of fondness. Uh, um, you know, there was some sorrow attached to it, but um, I thought, uh, I feel very lucky to have had such interesting things happen to me. And of course I've lived many lives since then. And I was going to say, right. Quite right. a few lives before that. As you, you know, and, so you and Herb together, and, and here and in Europe, and, and back again. And I know yes. you're, and I know, and I lo losing Herb here a few months ago is still still a process and all that, and going through all your things. But listen, Harrison, I, I um, this time, the thing, the the life that started off with this book mm -hmm. assignment, mm -hmm. <laughs> and okay. wound up including all these crazy people and altering your life into other paths uh, is is just amazing. I just want to thank you for sharing it, and I know you're still you know, digesting things and going through some of Herb's papers and things. So I tell you what, if you ever come across something that's really, really uh, insightful or just cool and fun to share with us, we'd love to have you back with us on the Trek Box. Thank you, Larry. I'd love to come back. There's a lot more to tell. I, I, I know there is, and I hope so. And, and we'll find fun ways to tell it too. But, but most of all right now, thank you again. Um, so sorry for, for Herb's passing a few thank months you. ago, but I'm thank so glad you. that you're here with us and talking because uh, you've got you have like so many other folks we have on the trek files and uh, that are out there you've got so many more insights about star trek and its people that uh, people haven't heard a great deal of and, no, and i just no, i thank you for haven't. sharing all right you're you welcome yes yeah. i appreciate it i look forward to the next time hey everyone the trek files is produced by roddenberry entertainment executive producer rod roddenberry all of our documents and your chance to comment are available at facebook.com slash the Trek Files. Yes, it's just our page on Facebook. <laughs> We're there every week. Check it out. And for more deep diving of Star Trek behind the scenes, visit Dr. Trek in Portal 47. That's me at larrynemichek.com. Trek well, everybody. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.